0: All right. Uh, welcome back to the second part of uh, previewing uh, the everything up to game three. Uh, so we had covered four teams uh, earlier. Now we're going to go ahead and talk about the next four. Uh, how's it going, Arjun?
1: Uh, to be honest, bro, I'm a little bit uh, worse, worse <laughs> for wear. I, I mean, <laughs> a little bit of a heavy night last night at a family get-together, <laughs> but... Um, I'm glad to be here on the chat with you and uh let's bang it out bro all right let's do it so let's get
0: started let's just jump straight into it uh let's start uh with the thunder rockets uh just because I think they had maybe the most uh exciting game three uh so let's start with game two uh this is one where the rockets destroyed the thunder thunder ninety eight rockets uh hundred and eleven uh and I personally was quite surprised uh. At that point in time, uh, given that I did have OKC winning this in seven, uh, and mm-hmm. how easily they were getting run off the court, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, they don't even Houston doesn't even have Westbrook, right? I mean, there, uh, I was kind of really surprised. Uh, Harden didn't have an exceptionally good game. I even remember, I think it was game two where Harden was off the court for a longish period of time, and he uh, sort of like they the rest of the team did well. They went on a like a, I want to say like a 10 and0 run or a 12 and0 run I can't remember but yeah it was just yeah. uh, it was quite a I was quite discouraged uh, though of course uh, game three uh, uh, the point guard came out to play <laughs> uh, so
1: yeah. Uh, yeah yeah now game two was a bit of a rubbish game for OKC. Um, again they got back behind early you know Houston's again when they're hitting their threes as we said they're gonna beat almost any team mm-hmm. so uh, the role players all played really well. Um, suddenly Jeff Green seems to be a good player. I don't know where this has come from, but uh, (laughs) Houston can use it right now. And, I mean, they're looking like a very scary team. Uh, Houston is looking like a real threat, and I think that, um, I mean, pretty much there's a good chance they're going to go through. Again, we can't really, um, I mean, you and I both want OKC to, uh, you know, obviously win this series, but if I'm being completely honest, I still think Houston has been very impressive, and they have the ace up their sleeve with Russ. They can, I'm sure Russ is ready to go. But He's I mean, my my yeah. question
0: would be: Do you think adding Russ is sort of like help? Yeah, do you think it? <laughs> do you think it might be worse, right? I mean, is it like sort of a subtraction by addition, right? I mean, like where? Yeah. Uh, because yeah. he is going to take the ball away. I feel like a lot of their role players are stepping up. Daniel House is shooting quite well.
1: Um, yeah. You know, I, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe... Why, why mess with it? Don't, you already have a good thing going. Why mess with it, basically? Exactly. I, I'm, also not, I'm
0: also not a huge Russ fan. I mean, it's yeah. not like I don't think he's a good player. I think he's... I mean, he's we both great. respect him greatly. Yeah, it's just... Absolutely. Uh,
1: he's a bit of a frustrating guy, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, I mean, we, we already discussed OKC, uh, what they should have been with that, you know, him, Harden, and, uh, and Durant back in the day. So it's just, he's been a, I mean, it's a shame, legacies uh, or dynasties that could have been, haven't happened, probably because Russ is not really a true point guard. He's, I mean, he, he's just an enigma. He's a crazy player. There's never <laughs> been anyone else out there like him. One of the greatest athletes I've ever seen in any sport. No doubt. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think we, we reached the point where we're giving him too little credit Um Maybe. Again, Maybe we've swung yeah. the other direction. I agree. Maybe yeah. we are. He, he he brought that upon himself. We're not just, like, making stuff up here. You know, obviously, there's been a, a proven track record of Russ, um, you know, not fulfilling his potential in the playoffs or, or just, you know, fourth quarters, um, disrupting the flow of the offense. Right now, Houston looks in, like, a really smooth flow. So... Um, I, I think though, actually, you know, since they've opened up the the court, like by trading away all their big men, mm-hmm. uh, Russ has been a really, really effective player. So I think um, his return will only be a positive for the Rockets. So yeah. let's see. I mean, moving on to Game Three, uh, yeah. as you alluded to, you know, OKC did manage to pull one back. So you know, I think your, that was uh, yeah. I
0: mean, it was yeah. uh, Rockets one o seven, OKC one nineteen, and they literally just. Like, hammered them in overtime. Uh, I think they uh, outscored them 15-3 to in overtime. And it was largely, I mean, I don't think, uh, I mean, we've already established how much we love CP3, but he really came out to play. Uh, I thought that, uh, again, Lou Dort doing a great job on Harden. Uh, I like the young kid, Uh, again, undrafted. Uh, Shea had a good game. Uh, Gallinari did his thing. Schroeder did his thing. I don't know, all-round uh, good effort, I think.
1: Well, basically, OKC looked like they looked in the regular season where they have four main scorers and Steven Adams, who does all the hustle stuff. So, yeah. finally, like, uh, the like Shea had a really good game. He was efficient. He had a, all, a well-rounded game. And Schroeder played well. This is, like, what they have. They have a three-headed monster. Um, you know, nowadays... It used to be you'd only play one point guard, the NBA's moved a lot more to seeing, you know, two points at the same time. I mean, and they I play OKC they play three three-point guards. Yeah. Their their three guard lineup is uh
0: even stranger. In sort of, in some ways they're both sort of strange teams. One doesn't have a
1: center, the other has three guards. Uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the It's interesting. It's definitely some interesting basketball. Um I'm glad to see, you know, that the Thunder managed to get a win hopefully it can go 7 and you know we can see uh OKC okay, so maybe take this one but i still think that this is like you know definitely in Houston's corner it's their series to lose yep uh any any thoughts on game 3 other than that
0: no i just uh happy it was an exciting game i was uh, really excited watching it it was uh, maybe one of the funner games we've had in the playoffs uh, but nothing uh, past that really
1: yeah, super clutch three by CP3 to push it to overtime. Absolutely, if you didn't catch the game, yeah, uh, it, it was a fun one. So if you have League Pass, go ahead and like tune in and at least catch the abbreviated game. for Yeah, basketball.
0: Yeah, and you and you know if you're if you're watching League Pass in India, you have uh you're very lucky because you get to see all the games live if you want to. But if you have League Pass in America, they black out all the nationally televised games, so you can't watch a game. Which is that's, every game. Which, which is, is pretty game, much right exactly now. or and and you can't watch the games that are from the market you're in so i can't watch any games of the pistons i mean it doesn't matter to me because the pistons are garbage <laughs> but like yeah. if lebron was coming to play the pistons i wouldn't be able to see that game live
1: so enjoy yeah. your league pass in india it's a uh, you're very lucky to have it i feel seriously conned out of 40 because i bought <laughs> league pass here and oh, it's you ridiculous did. I you didn't. don't get anything yeah. youtube youtube Anyways. tv
0: that was the way to go uh, it's the, because youtube tv you can record as well so they have unlimited uh, uh, recording capabilities and and you can split it i split it with two of my friends all right let's quickly move on uh let's talk about magic bucks uh magic game 2 was uh, uh 96 bucks won 11 this was a good sort of comeback uh, victory for the bucks uh and uh game 3 bucks 121 magic 107 this is sort of how we thought this series would go, um, with the Bucks being, uh, dominant. Uh, do you have anything specific to say, uh, about any of this? I have a couple of things I'd want to bring up, uh, where, you know, like game two Orlando, man, they were, they were shooting from three. Like they had just
1: figured out that the three point line exists. Like they've not (laughs) made practiced anything at all um well isn't that the modern nba now i mean i feel like (laughs) all we're doing is watching people drive in just to set up three-point shots it's amazing um, the
0: number of people who are giving up open layups for a contested three-pointer in the corner it's Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean i'm not one of those you know old men saying oh the basketball back in the
1: 80s was great i mean because i started watching it relatively but this is a little extreme (laughs) yeah i agree with that um I mean, look, end of the day, if you're down, obviously, trying to mount a comeback, you need to hit a few threes, so I'm not going to, you know, criticize Orlando for the approach. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't going to happen against the Bucs. The Bucks are looking like the team that was first in the East. They finally, you know, hit their stride. So, um, I mean, again, they're looking, I guess, the favorite. Still, you know, you and I have talked about Toronto. I think they have a good chance, but... Um, you know, everyone came to play. Yep. And uh, when when the role players are hitting their shots, the Bucks are a really tough team to beat. Uh, Giannis is just balling out as always. Um, Man, he's
0: so good. I don't, I mean, yeah. it, it's even possible, you know, after winning back to back MVPs that he might, st- and he could have been Defensive Player of the Year as well, that he might still be underrated. Uh, he's so good. Uh, and I mean, at least in game three. Uh, they had like a good... They had almost five people average uh, uh, score in double digits. Uh, I think where's Matthews? Uh, Matthews just missed it. He scored nine points. So, yeah, they play had a good team squad. Uh, no one played... Or none of the stars played more than 30-odd minutes. You know, they're...
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a quite a straightforward series for me. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be 4-1. Bucks yep. should close it out. Game four or game three... Was yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, I mean, Giannis, I think, was 11 for 13 with, like, 13 boards, 7 assists or something outrageous. That's so, right. Um, he had, yeah, 11 boards, 7 yeah. assists, uh,
0: did his usual block steal thing. All right, let's mm-hmm. move on. Uh, talk about uh, Heat Pacers. Uh, so game two, Heat one 109 uh, to 100 this was the what i'm gonna call the duncan robinson game who went seven from eight from behind the arc i mean that kid's shooting lights out i mean he's he's maybe the best three-point shooter in the bubble right now uh tj warren didn't come out to play in game two uh uh victor oladipo was uh super turnover prone uh uh, Jimmy Butler is playing like Jimmy Butler, so uh, Bam did his thing. I mean, I have nothing really to say. The Heat are just the better team right now, and I think the Pacers are really missing Sabonis.
1: Yeah, uh, the Heat are looking, as I said, you know, I thought they could be a contender um, at least to come out of the East. They're they're playing that way right now. If they can sustain this, mm-hmm. you know, they're a well-rounded team, uh, very deep squad as well. So I'm excited to see what the next round um, holds. Sabonis is apparently in the, uh, what do you say, Corona like, monitoring protocol right now. He's okay. re-entered the bubble. Oh, he um, has? That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, it's a little bit late for that, <laughs> but uh, hopefully... Uh, I mean, whatever. If, if Indiana somehow wins you know, a game and he can come back for Game 5 or whatever it may be, yeah. uh, he could be a difference maker. You know, You and I are both fans of his game. Um, his dad was a great player. I don't know. He was a little bit oh, before he was. your time. No, yeah, no, I mean, he, he, he was, was little, but I mean,
0: yeah. not only not only did I uh, pay a lot of attention to uh, the teams and things like after 2010 when I became a fan, but I, I went back and... Uh, like, I'm famous uh, in being able to name every champion and every MVP since uh, from 1979 onwards. Uh, just stuck to my brain. But I have to say with Game wow. 3, it was a little closer uh, to... Uh like it was it was an exciting game. I think uh Indiana had a really nice uh, third quarter. Malcolm Brogdon was man, I really like that kid. I really like Malcolm Brogdon. You know, 34 points, 14 assists, seven rebounds, uh, you know, just did well. TJ Warren did all yeah. right. Uh I mean it's just that the Heat are just a, they're a well-rounded team. They had what is it, one, two, three, four, five, six people in double digits. They had one, two, three, Four score over twenty. Tyler Hero did well. Uh, uh, the Dragon did his thing. Bam did his thing, and Butler is always uh, super reliable. I mean, this is just yeah. a uh, yeah, just a, a bad matchup for uh, uh, for the
1: Pacers. Iggy had a horrible yeah. game, but who cares? Well, Iggy, the thing is, we don't like. He's reached the point where it's not even about the stats. He just kind of manages the game very well. Yeah, And, um, you know, so he's a... Probably if you look at his plus-minus stats, he probably is still in the positive. Um, Miami goes like 10 deep, man, and they use their depth very well. Every player brings something different. Whoever's really got it going, um, you know, Spolstra tends to give them a little bit more playing time. So, yeah, man. I mean, um, nothing more to say besides that it looks like they're probably going to sweep. And, um, you know, they're looking like a legitimate uh, contender, at least, to push, you know, whether it's Toronto, I guess, who are they playing next? They'll be, uh, the Bucks. Yeah. I think they're playing think the they Bucks next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say they're contenders, but I think
0: the, the Bucks uh, heat series is going to be interesting and exciting. I think the, it'll be the first proper challenge that the Bucks will have in the playoffs. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, when we get to, uh, the second round and we make our uh, predictions, that's going to be one of those where, uh, I'll probably still pick the Bucks, but uh, I don't see it being an easy series for them, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think Miami's going to give them, you know, a real run for their money. But again, we'll hold that, I'll hold off on that for another day. Yep, let's um, move on wh- to the last uh,
0: series, uh, which,
1: is, <laughs> which is the Blazers-Lakers. We,
0: we're ending with them this time. Uh, yeah. Game 2 was a blowout uh, victory where Blazers 88, Lakers 111. I mean, this was, uh, man, uh, you know, the second, third quarter, AD just dismantled the uh, Portland defense. He was just so good. Uh, and and KCP was our second best player. If someone just woke up from a coma and started watching this game, they'd be like, who is this KCP? He's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, they're like, oh, LeBron looks old. Because he did look old, I feel like... Uh, Maybe father time is uh, finally catching yeah. up. But hey, at game three, he came out to play. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Zach Collins is out. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like uh, game two was great. Game three, uh, w- uh, which was uh, Lakers, uh, won 116 to 108. Uh, but if you want to say something about game two first before we move on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in the same uh, boat as you when it comes to LeBron. Like,. You know, obviously the bubble, he hasn't, like, uh, played as well as he was playing previously the season when he was, you know, right up there with, for MVP with Giannis. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, you know, on my notes, is it is it time for us to start realigning our expectations for LeBron? Because as much as he's just been a monster, like, every playoffs, it's it's been two years since we saw him in that final last, you know? So, I mean, I, I, look, he's still a great player. He knows He knows how to controlled the, the game and he, he does so many things well. Um, you know, obviously he, he, he scored what, uh, under 20, I think in game two, I don't know what it was like 13 points or something like that. So, uh, I, was, I was, I was getting concerned, it, but then LeBron, this is why he's up there as the goat, you know, Is um, no, game three, LeBron he, scored, yeah. LeBron
0: scored 10 points in game two. Yeah. Uh, that's like one of his worst outings. Uh, yeah it was a it was a terrible game for him uh but he played only twenty seven minutes. Uh, there was a lot of garbage time in this game uh which no one likes to see in the playoffs, but it is what it is. uh I mean, look, I've been feeling like I've been watching this guy play for a decade and he'd already been playing for almost a decade before I started watching mm-hmm. the NBA and honestly every year and like I said like people forget like he's a year older than me. And Hmm. my knees ache when I just watch him running, you know, so uh, (laughs) I can, I can understand like he's, he's like a, you know, I always said this also, you know, like if aliens ever came down to earth, like Space Jam style, and they said, give us Hmm. one person who's like the, you know, the quintessential, like, uh like perfect human specimen in terms of just physicality, athleticism, I'd say like 2012 LeBron James was just that monster And I would have thought that, you know, the minute he crossed 30, especially, you know, closer to 35, which is where he is right now, uh, he'd just start falling. But somehow he hasn't. In many ways, he's he's so smart, right? He's so smart. He's such a cerebral player that he's figured out ways to make up for... Like, he's playing far more in the post. He's added the three ball. He's, like, a confident three-point shooter. He's not shooting it exceptionally well, but he'll shoot it. And he's enough so where you can't, like, leave him alone. You know, like, he will make enough to, uh, uh, you know, garner some respect. But I don't know how much longer he can do this. Uh, I think because he's so smart and because he takes such good care of his body, I can see him playing like Duncan did till 40. Right? And I can see him doing that. But I think we're already seeing his decline finally. I don't think, even till like last year or the year before, that you could, when he was 33, 34, you could say, oh, he's declining. I don't think you could have like really made that sort of claim in a
1: serious sort of way. Uh, I agree with your argument that effectively uh, LeBron has aged very gracefully because Mm -hmm. what he's lost in athleticism. He's made up for in development of other skills a little bit, but more so just in like how he plays the game. Um yep. So I mean, look, the, the point is LeBron's going to be one of the top players in the NBA as long as he decides to lace him up. It's yep. a little bit sad to see. You know, unfortunately, we always compare the greats against their previous level of greatness. So with that, sometimes you know you feel a little bit disheartened just watching him because he's not quite what he used to be. But yeah. again. Look, I've learned <laughs> never to doubt LeBron. Right? Exactly. And let's see. Yeah. I mean, he's just—it's just been a few games in the bubble, man. You know, we should give him another round or two to see. You know, I would like what, to. What I agree. In. I would like to think that as well. And also, I mean, look at what he's
0: doing, right? He's—he's uh, he's leading the league in assists for the first time in his life, right? I mean, he's—he's he's realized that yep. okay, maybe this is another way that I can elevate my game to like a higher level. I mean, he's already number eight. All time in minutes played, number one in active players, right? So, like, he has a lot of miles on his legs. So yeah. it's uh, it's. I mean, and he's also like I like we had mentioned, you know, uh, he's very rarely been on teams where he's the favorite. He was like maybe one year in Miami, a couple of years in Miami, but other than that, he's never been the favorite, right? So he always has to play a very big role. He has to play big minutes. He is. Uh, you know, I mean, this is the first time where he can... Do, even now, when he sits, the Lakers are kind of lost, right? Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I think he's going to be a productive, smart... He's Even at 40, I think he'll be like a top 20 guy in the league, just because of how smart he is.
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think, um, yeah, as you're saying, like, you know, he doesn't need to be the alpha throughout the game. He's got AD, uh, AD finally is looking like you know the 80 of old um, in the yeah. bubble he's had some big games but he's had a lot of like subpar games i think a couple single digit scoring games and he's just not shot the ball well but mm-hmm. game 2 game 3 he showed why he's you know arguably the best player in the league you know i mean honestly like 80's top 5 yeah. uh probably the best big man in the league in my opinion so um, i don't take any doubt that yeah yeah it's great to have him uh along with lebron and I mean, hats off to AD, got mad respect for him. love the way he plays the game. He's he's super competitive, you know? That's why we, we, my criticism is always there for guys like Karl-Anthony Towns. Great talent, yeah. just doesn't have that, you know, dog. And, and Embiid's great as well, similar. But um, AD right now is the class, you know, top of the class. Yeah, and, and, and if you look at
0: Game 3 as well, you know, where LeBron was on a mission. It's almost like he had heard the typically during the off uh, during the playoffs lebron goes off social media i don't know if he's doing that right now uh but uh he yes. I, I, I don't know zero if he's dark 30 this... mode right yeah or exactly exactly zero uh, dark 23 what, what was it yeah, anyways whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know what he used to call it uh but uh i mean uh in game three lebron you know 38 12 and eight uh uh, AD had 30, 11, and 8. Uh, AD was passing the ball really well in the third game. He was playmaking. And do you do you remember that uh, one defensive play where Danny Green had two blocks uh, on... Was it CJ or Lillard at the three-point line? And then AD had a block. There were like three blocks in a quick three, four-second span. I, I really think that defense is still the Lakers' calling card. And yes, if they exactly. can really clamp people up... I think even like, an, I have to say game three was a very ugly win. I didn't feel good at all right till maybe the last five, six minutes of the fourth quarter where they got a double digit lead. But I I was very uncomfortable throughout that whole game. Just thinking, man, this team looks out of sync, out of sorts. Uh, they're relying too mm-hmm. heavily on ADN and LeBron. But uh, let's see. I mean, maybe they're just taking a
1: while to get back into things. Yeah, the point is, you know, it would be nice if it looked more beautiful and it was more fluid. But when you're that good defensively, that alone can win you games. We've seen that, um, you know, with other teams historically. And that's what the Lakers have, you know. So when they have it clicking on both ends, they're nearly unstoppable. But it's good to see the defense looking good and uh, LeBron rounding out into form. So Mm -hmm. um, hopefully they can, you know, close the series out. Uh, I mean, I got to give respect to Portland, but I think they're outgunned. And um, hopefully, you know, the Lakers will put a stop to it next game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I, I brought this up briefly (laughs) before we started the pod
0: uh, about how, man, they looked... uh, Portland looked so wiped out by the ending of Game 3. I mean, really, like... uh, Nurkic looked like he had just uh, finished uh, like a 27k (laughs) marathon. He was huffing and puffing and sweating all over. And yeah, I mean, you can see their lack of depth finally coming to hurt them. Uh, And yeah, I mean, it's a very intense uh, sport. So even with athletes of this standard, uh, man, pushing yourself that much uh, is going to come and uh, bite you eventually. And we can see that happening with Portland right now. All right. Uh, That was end of part two of episode four. Uh, We're going to be releasing episode five sometime over the next day or so, where we talk about the NBA draft lottery and some of the top prospects in the upcoming draft. And as always, if you liked what you heard, please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. You can also send us your feedback and questions at basketballbatcheeth at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay safe.